What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Kyler Gordon is on his way back to return for the game against the Minnesota Vikings, but Matt Eberflus has laid out what needs to happen for him to be cleared to do that. We're also going to talk about what the biggest points of attack the Chicago Bears should use against the Minnesota Vikings and a pass rusher may be becoming available that the Chicago Bears definitely should look at. We're going to talk about all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I'm the host there, Hayes, but more importantly, you guys can follow the channel at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into the content for today. And so Matt Eberflus has laid out exactly what needs to happen for Kyler Gordon to get back on the field this Sunday against the Minnesota Vikings, saying this. I mean, there are a couple of things you've, you've got to evaluate. First of all, it's the conditioning level. We'll see where he is there. And then we've got to look at his movement. His movement should be good, but really just with his conditioning and then with uh, the use of his hand, how is, that going, how is he going to use that hand? How does, he, how does he feel good in terms of, of that position? And at that position, you have to take on blocks. You have to be able to stalk blocks. You have to be able to take on fan blocks. You've got to be able to fold in there and make plays in the run game in certain games inside. So basically, Matt Eberflus just laying out the fact that while Kyler Gordon has returned to practice, while he's technically healthy, they want to see how he's going to react uh, to his conditioning. And once basically, the way that I took it is once that hand starts getting dinged up and hit, um, in practice and in contact, how does he react? How does he feel after that? We know Kyler Gordon's a warrior, right? The Spider-Man moniker and things like that. Like, uh, Hopefully he can get back on the field. The Chicago Bears secondary can definitely use him. While the uh, Vikings took a hit with J.J. being out, you still want that secondary to be as healthy as possible for any matchup, right? You want to get the most continuity with that. While uh, Tyreek Stevenson and Greg Stroman Jr. has really stepped up uh, in the absence of you know a lot of people in that secondary, you want Kyler Gordon back out there. Jalen Johnson's already going to be returning as well. So if we can get closer to having that full secondary healthy, it just helps the Chicago Bears in the right ways and what they need to do on the field against the Minnesota Vikings. But with that said, I want to talk about some of the things that the Bears need to absolutely make sure that they do to get a to get put themselves in the best situation to win against the Vikings on Sunday. And first, you have to go after the secondary. And I tell you what, are they going to try to double team? DJ Moore, probably. Now, they don't necessarily have the manpower to really do that reasonably, so the Bears may be able to get by with attacking with DJ Moore and Justin Fields a lot. But I tell you what, you got to come in and you got to definitely, you know, uh, use Justin Fields and his, you know, the way that he stepped up in that passing game lately and attack that secondary. You have to attack it early and fast. This may be another game where we kind of use the pass to set up the run rather than vice versa, but regardless of that, you got to detect that secondary for the Chicago Bears. So, you know, that's something that you absolutely have to watch out for as well. Another thing, the offensive line. The Chicago Bears offensive line did pretty damn good in, in, in the first half of the last two games and pretty solid over throughout that game as well, right? Or do we see that continued development from the Chicago Bears offensive line? We have to, we have to be able 
to keep Justin Fields upright, to really take advantage of the added pocket presence that he's been having the last few games. And I tell you what, you know, with even some of the question marks on that interior offensive line for the Chicago Bears, you know, they're going to try to attack us, are the Minnesota Vikings, and how we improve in those areas. Having Nate Davis, having Tevin Jenkins back out there is going to be hugely important for the Chicago Bears. And, you know, bringing Tevin along more, I expect him to play even more snaps than when he played in last game. But you have to also look out for Cody White here. He's been a liability for the Chicago Bears in a lot of different facets of the game. So if that offensive line can't stand up and play pretty well and solidly, right, and protect Justin Fields as best they can, it could be definitely a long day for the Chicago Bears and for Justin Fields with that as well. While the Vikings secondary isn't anything to write home about, it is solid enough to where you do not want to, well, you don't want to allow the pass rush and that to disrupt what you can take advantage of in the secondary, I should say, uh, for the Chicago Bears. So let's hope that that happens. Now, when you look at how things are stacking up for the Vikings and the Bears, right, when you come in with the passing attacks, the Minnesota Vikings right now are second in the NFL, averaging 281 yards passing per game. Now, of course, they lost their biggest wide receiver weapon. But again, as me, C-Dub, and Bobby talked about, that could make them a little bit more unpredictable. I won't say more dangerous, but they could make them more unpredictable in the way that they have to spread out the ball right so that's something you want to look at the bears have been on the uptick right we're now having the eight we have the 18th ranked passing offense in the nfl and that's trending upwards we've got to see if that continues but you cannot allow the minnesota vikings to get off with their passing game now as far as the rushing attack the bears have moved up we are ninth in the league right now at averaging 130 yards rushing per game whereas the minnesota vikings are 29th only averaging 80 yards per game rushing if you keep this Vikings team from being able to have success on the ground, they become a one-dimensional team. But this is the thing that could help the Bears even more is that now a one-dimensional team missing their best receiving weapon in, in JJ. So that is something that you absolutely have to take advantage of in this game. And if you don't, that it, it, could, it could be a long night for the Chicago Bears, but you cannot allow the Minnesota Vikings to get off rushing on you in this game. You just can't. So got to take advantage of that as far as total offense the vikings are ninth in total offense in the nfl so that means that this secondary is going to have to find a way to to play what's so special about hero Bread's soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas hero bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs five to eleven grams of protein and high fiber in every delicious serving made with natural ingredients hero bread supports gut health promotes weight management and helps maintain blood sugar Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Solidly again, right? The defensive line is going to have to find a way to get to the quarterback consistently like they did last week. I'm not saying they necessarily need five sacks in this game. It would be nice to get, right? But get consistent pressure on the quarterback. That paired with the secondary playing pretty well, we can have a pretty solid night, right? The Vikings are also 10th in first downs in the league, whereas the Bears are, are 20th, right? So you want to get them off the field where you can. That's going to be hugely important. So we'll end up seeing with that. Uh, right now, the Vikings aren't much better as far as sacks allowed either. The Bears have allowed 20 sacks on the season, whereas the Vikings have allowed 13 sacks on the season. They're tied for 17th. So there, there is a path for the Bears to take advantage of the Vikings' weak spots in, that, in being able to protect, protect the quarterback. Let's hope that they can. Now, as far as the defensive side of the ball, the Vikings, much like the Bears, are struggling right now as a passing uh, defense, right? Uh, they rank 22nd in the league. They're, at, they're allowing 240 yards per game. The Bears are allowing 286. But again, 
we got to take advantage of that secondary, that weak secondary of the Minnesota Vikings. And then once you look at the Vikings as well, rushing defense, they are 13th in the league. We're 12th in the league. So right there with each other as far as that. But again, the, the Vikings don't have the rushing attack that the Chicago Bears have on paper. Now, we don't know what's going on. We know Khalil's going to be missing time. We, I don't think we've gotten a, a for sure thing on Roshan yet. So Deontay Foreman is still a good enough running back where the Bears should be able to take advantage of that uh, with the Minnesota Vikings. And then when you look at total defense, 19th are the Minnesota Vikings. The Chicago Bears are 29th. So we got some things that we definitely need to improve on. The Vikings get to the quarterback better than the Bears. Most of the NFL does. They got 13 sacks on the, on the season for their defense. So it's like I said, it's solid enough that you don't want to allow them to get off against the Chicago Bears and, and disrupt what Justin Fields is trying to do. That's some of the things you want to look for from the Chicago Bears when it comes down to this matchup with, with the Minnesota Vikings. But, you know, we'll end up seeing. I got faith in the Bears uh, that they're going to, you know, continue that upward trend. Is it blind faith? I won't say that it's blind. It's hopeful faith, though, right? I have hopeful faith for my team to be able to continue just doing what they've been doing. But when we talk about improvement, right, I was over on Bleach Report. I did a stream over trade targets for the Chicago Bears. And one player that I didn't mention on that was Frank Clark. And apparently, after restructuring his contract with the Denver Broncos, it's now come out today via ESPN that that the Broncos will be looking to either trade or cut Frank Clark here uh, coming up soon. And this could be a the, the exact move that the Chicago Bears need to make. Do not get me wrong. Demarcus Walker showed something in the last game. Yannick Ngakwe, we know what he can be specifically as a pass rusher. But if you have the opportunity to add Frank Clark to your team, I think you have to do it. Now, I don't know if Ryan Poles trades the assets, right? And I don't think any team does. Like, you, you may see something like that, but when, when it's come out that you're either going to trade or release him, a lot of NFL teams are going to wait that out and just try to get him as a free agent. You never know. The Bears, you know, were able to trade Chase Claypool. So Frank Clark is a player that is much better than anything Chase Claypool has done. So, you know, there may be a team that's willing to trade for his services. But I tell you what, if he does hit the, the open market, the Bears got to be one of the first teams in line trying to get the services of Frank Clark, in my opinion. When you look at it, this is a guy who, yeah, isn't in the rotation for the Denver Broncos. He's only played two games on the season for them. But this is a guy who, who walks into five sacks a, a season, right? On, on his career, right, you look at the last few years for him. In 2022 with the Chiefs, five sacks. 2021, four and a half sacks. 2020, six sacks. Eight sacks the year before that. 14 sacks the year before that in his last year in Seattle. Frank Clark is a veteran that you can bring into this team that can help mentor some of the young guys, but can also help sure up some of the, the problems that you have with this team currently right now. I think that if Frank Clark is released, the Bears should absolutely go all in on Frank Clark, in my opinion. Get him. We still have, I believe, the most cap space in the league, so we can offer him a contract. It's probably going to be a one-year deal, you know, just to bring him in to finish out the season. But in my opinion, if Frank Clark hits the open market and is cut, the Bears have to be there first in line to get his services because, listen, don't even allow him to clear waivers, right? Don't even allow for it to happen. Go out there and get a guy that's going to help sure up your defensive line that has been improving, but a veteran to help pair with Unique Ngakwe. You can still have Demarcus Walker. He's still going to play a lot of snaps, whether it be inside or outside. You get a guy like Frank Clark when you can. He helps so much of what the Chicago Bears need to improve on, and I think the Bears would be hugely remiss if they don't go out there and make the Frank Clark move happen if he is released, but I'm going to throw it to you guys. Let's say the trade market, right? Should the Bears be, what would you be willing to give up in a trade for a 30-year-old defensive end that still can help you, right? So whether it's, and you know, he plays a linebacker some too, 
Depends on what you what you use him at. But listen, Frank Clark to me is a guy that I feel like you have to bring into your team if he's gonna if he's gonna make it if he if he's gonna hit the open market. And you may even need to consider trading for him depending on what those assets value is back for him. You know that's my opinion on it. You guys can let me know what you think down below. That's my time for today, guys. Make sure you guys are following the show at Shy Bear Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. Chicago Bear Central gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related, thanks to you guys. And like I liked in every episode on uh Shy Town Up, Bear Down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.